loving you is easy cause you're beautiful making love to you is all i want to do la 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 yeah i don't know why i just started singing that but i had that running around my head all day look i'm sorry i've been away i've been on a little trip here and there. No, I haven't actually been anywhere. I've been around in the UK, in England, London, teaching my classes like I've always been doing. But I've had some family, some crisis, man. I just, you know what? If my mind is not in the right place, I cannot put your mind in the right place. But here, what I'm going to talk about today, I'm going to talk about, let's not dwell on all that foolishness. I'm going to talk about fairness. Life is never fair, right? But <laughs> hey, check this out. You're in a relationship because I had some issues. I had some serious relationship issues over the past two weeks. I couldn't even function, man. You got to believe me. I could barely teach my classes. <laughs> I got to say it was ridiculous. <laughs> but I, I want to say that you, two people are in a relationship, right? And one person, I've had podcasts like this before. One person cannot be all things, can they? You can't, your wife or your husband can't be all the things to you. And if a woman or a man expects their partner to be that person of all things, I, I think that's fair, unless the person could rise to the occasion. Now, hear me out. Right, I love to write romantic things to people, right? I'm writing a book at the moment, and it's a romantic book, and I love write, writing that stuff. I do a lot of reading. I read heavy things. I don't want to go and write something heavy as well, so... And autobiographies and all that stuff, that's all been done. I don't think I've lived enough in life yet to be writing an autobiography. You know, you, you have people in there, the pop stars and movie stars that have just started acting and singing and they're writing autobiographies already. I think that's crazy. You've got to go through life and experience some wacky things to write about and gain people's interest and let people learn from that stuff, right? Yeah, because it's all about experience. Now, I'm not I'm not going to write an autobiography because I think I like reading autobiographies, but my own, no, 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 I'm not ready for that yet. <laughs> but I am, as I said, writing a love novel. And because I, I like romance, I love romance. I love people, two people getting together and having a beautiful time and, and it ends all beautiful, jolly and nice and, and lovely things happen. I love reading that stuff, right? So... I want to conjure up some of those dreams I have in my head and throw them out to you in the way of a book. But I also do that stuff in my relationship. When I, I feel the urge, which is a lot, I may add, I get on the phone and I would type out some beautiful things and poof, it goes up into the cloud and down into my partner's phone. And then she receives it. And sometimes I get something back and sometimes I don't get a reaction. Or sometimes I might get ditto, me too, or whatever. But do I give to get back? No, I do not. I give because I love giving. It gives me joy. It gives me pleasure. And if I give that those beautiful words to people, I feel great inside. Yeah, and that's what it's all about. If you project great energy, you would receive good energy. And the universe is just made up of great energy, right? You get whatever you think about, whatever your mind conjures up, 
that's what you're going to get right back to you. So if you're a sour person and you're thinking ill thoughts of somebody, that's all you're going to get right back to you is ill thoughts. So I try my best to just keep and stay positive because I've got classes that I teach and I have to give my positivity to those boys and girls who come to my class. Also, self-awareness. I've got to keep my eyes open. I've got to see what people are doing. You know, one of my students pointed out something to me. She said, you're very harsh, aren't you, Noah? I said, why? Because you call us all old ladies because we couldn't touch our feet. Now, let me clarify this. I'm doing an exercise and you have to squat. And I like targeting on my exercise. What that means, touch a body part or touch something and you're going to aim for that thing, right? Rather than if you're just going for thin air, you aim for nothing. So when you do a squat, we come down and we take our hands and we touch our feet. So if you touch your feet, you've got to drop down low into that squat in order to do that. Now, these people are coming down and touching their knees and touching their calf and touching anything but what I've asked them to touch, right? Get down and touch the foot. And I said to these girls, it's a natural act to bend down and pick something up. You drop money on the floor, you're going to bend down and pick it up. You drop your keys on the floor, you're going to bend down and pick it up. So when you're in a class and the instructor says, hey girls, drop down, touch feet, come back up. What's the issue? You don't want to be lazy in your class. Talking about lazy in my class. A lady in my class, she parks in the disabled spot every Monday night. I don't have an issue with this. I'm not a good at two shoes. I'm not one of these guys that say you shouldn't park there. Heck man, I've got to run into a shop quickly. I'm park there myself yeah I wouldn't stay there for a whole entire hour or so though that's just something else but everyone to their own right I'm not questioning that but what I am questioning with this lady is her laziness and her fitness and her mindset because if you have to park in a disabled slot and the disabled slots are always closer to the entrance of the building right if you've got to park in that slot because you want to get into that building quick and you're coming to my class. And my class is pretty high intense. It's a pretty heavy intensive class as far as exercise goes. Then you've got to question your mindset. What kind of person are you? And if you've got children, question how you're bringing up your kids. Because it all revolves back to them. It all comes back to them, right? How you behave, it's how they're going to behave. If you act a certain way, they're going to act that way, conscious or subconscious. It's just the law of physics, the law of energy, the law of how things are. That's just how things are. You can't help it. It cannot be helped. They're going to copy you. You're a teacher. You are their teacher. They're following your every move. Yeah. If you look at your children, if you've got children, I bet you they've got the same facial expressions as you or your husband, or your wife. And if you are a teenager listening to this, you'll have the same expressions as your mother or your father. One of them, if not both of them together. Because you learn from those people, because you're living with them all the time. They're living with you. So you learn that. But let's get back. I diverse, right? So let's get back about talking about fairness and unfairness, and people can't be all things. Now, ladies or gentlemen, they come home from work or wherever. They go into the house. You sit down and you have a talk with your wife or your husband or your boyfriend, your girlfriend, who doesn't matter, who, your partner. Can they perceive what you're trying to tell them? Do you get frustrated? Are they listening to what you're telling them? And are you listening to them? And what I'm saying here is that it's okay not to have that interest. It's okay. 
But, you know, we all need outlet. We all need to talk to people. And the ones who do that are the people who are stronger inside. Men don't tend to want to do this so much. And that's why the suicide rate for men in the UK, and I suspect in the US as well, is fairly high. Women are flowed a little bit more. They empty the glass. Now, if your glass becomes too full, it would overflow, right? And that's what happened to men. They don't let it out. They, they keep it all bottled in because they whole got the whole macho thing going on there. And then, boom, it's all too late. Yeah? Crisis. Now, if you go home and you speak to your lady about certain things that is on your chest, it might be too technical, too deep, whatever, then you have to have someone else to speak to. Now, if the lady doesn't like, or the gentleman doesn't like you going and confiding in other people, then I think that's unfair because she doesn't want to give you what you actually need, but she's not prepared to allow you to go out and get it as well. How is that fair, boys and girls? And let me tell you this. If you've got that issue going on, you've got to allow your boyfriend, your girlfriend or your husband or wife to get the head guidance that they require. Because this is a real crucial thing. You've got to stay in this bubble. And I'm going to be talking about this energy bubble over the past coming weeks because I had to find myself. I had to go back, dig deep and find my bubble. And I stay in that contained in that now. There's me and a friend of mine called Cardi Laguda, and I'll tell you more about him as time goes on. We've been talking to each other once a month on the phone. That's all it could be, because it can't be any more than once a month, because we're on the phone for about five hours. Five hours, I kid you not. I would phone Cardi around 12 o'clock, and 4 o'clock, we're still on the phone. we got so much to say, and we're just killing each other with our variable mindsets. It's just great talking to him, because... I throw some things at him and he throws some things back. And before you know it, we're brainstorming and we come out with all these beautiful ideas of how to make yourself internally better. And one of the things I have been missing is my meditation. I have a place here. I'm in Rygate right now and I've been spending a lot of time in another place that doesn't have a good energy for me. And where my energy lies is totally in Rygate. And yeah, I could pick up and find that energy somewhere else. But where I live here right now is where I got my office and my studio. I can just walk down the road and there's beautiful green, nothing in sight. I don't hear any children, any cars, any aeroplanes, despite the fact that I've got an airport not far from me. I don't actually hear the aeroplanes and I could stand in the fields or sit in the fields legs crossed, close my eyes and meditate. Fix my ears on the sound of maybe the cricket, a bird, anything. Something natural, something in nature. And I stay homed into that thing for 30 minutes. When I'm finished that, I'm a brand new Noel Michael Smith. I'm telling you, try it sometime. So this is what I was missing. So I'm telling you all out there that if you've got some issues, you've got to find, you've got to seek some soul searching. What, what does a counsellor do? What does a counsellor do that you cannot do yourself? Right, so your brain might be a little bit scrambled if you're in a situation because you're in it. And this is why I say to you all out there, it's good to have somebody that you could talk to and don't wait for a crisis to talk to somebody. You always talk. I love tech. I'm, I'm fortunate that I have a son that also loves tech. 
and we get on the phone and we're talking for, again, we're talking for hours. A massive requirement of my job is talking and I love to talk. So you all out there, I'm going to continue this next time and I'm going to dig a little deeper into my comeback and what the heck is going on. <laughs> Listen, y'all, I love talking to you. I'm sorry it's so long. I tend to have these things, but you know I'm not, I'm not too far away, right? You know I love doing these podcasts. I love bringing them to you. I'll get people on the street bugging me all the time, telling me when's the next one coming on. And uh, like, here it is, right? I, look, be back soon. I'll be back real soon. You never know. It might even be tomorrow. Both.